You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, Dame Lillard says he does not want to be part of a rebuild. So why can't he join the Chicago Bulls? Also going to talk about the most impressive things we've seen from the Bulls since the All-Star break. And DeMar DeRozan is set to at least miss one game. We're going to talk about how many more games he could potentially miss with a softer part of the schedule coming up. We can get into all that and more right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls. Remember the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team Every day, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Pat, we happen to just face the Trailblazers today as well. But on, on top of that, uh, Dame Lillard has recently said he does not want to be part of a rebuild. And my response to that is, where have you been the last five years, Dan? <laughs> well, it is a, he's been hurt. Also, why do we do this to ourselves? Right? <laughs> we br- I brought this topic to you willingly. Like, yeah. right? like, yeah. we, we're going we're gonna to hurt ourselves in this. But, uh, but anyway, continue. <laughs> no, but I mean, so with that said, like, how do you process this? So Dame says he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. We know he's been very loyal to Portland. He could have left before. Uh, what do you think that there's a realistic chance that Dame leaves and then could the Bulls get involved in that? Or do you think this is more so sending a message to the front office to basically say, hey, this ain't what it is, cuh, so y'all need to get it together? <laughs> Shit, Dame Lillard? <laughs> no, no, that's not my Dame Lillard. That's just me being more Dame Dollar, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Why you sound like old boy from uh, Atheon Crockett plays in every movie? Like, no, no, guy. <laughs> I was gonna give a specific movie, but it's every movie. That every movie. Like, every movie. Um, it is what it is, cut. It is what it is, cut. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Uh, here's the thing. Me and you have both talked about why Portland is such a tough city for Dame mm-hmm. to get help in. No one wants to be in Oregon, right? Like Oregon. That's the answer. So. <laughs> More than likely, you're probably heading for a rebuild that's going to have to be built through the draft. I think that the more realistic thing here is that Dame Lillard will end up being moved if he has voiced, and he has voiced through the media, that he does not want to be a part of a rebuild. Now, Dame Lillard did not say that he doesn't want to play, he doesn't want to be in Portland, he doesn't want to continue to play for the team. In fact, this question was all based around the fact that he didn't want to be shut down. And Portland is like, hey, we're shutting you down because it's not worth it to play you the rest of the season. We're trying to lose as many games as we can, and you want to win. So I think that you're in a situation now where you just have a team. They are in the polite Aaron Rodgers situation. Like, both parties are looking at each other, and Dame's like, listen, I don't mind being here. I don't mind if you leave. And Portland's just like, we don't want to get rid of you. But at this point, 
you're not in line with, with what we're trying to do for the future. So I think that there's going to have to be a parting of ways. And I think that the Bulls have to be in on that. I think they have to capitalize on that. I'll turn it back to you, bro. Like you, you are the resident capologist for Chicago Bulls YouTube. Uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure you're the only one that's read the CBA and all of Chicago Bulls YouTube. I read it when I need to. You know what I mean? <laughs> pop up, I'm like, let me peruse through this. It's a little light reading, you know. Light reading on a plane for six hours, light reading, but no, um, realistically, Mm -hmm. right? Because we do this to ourselves all the time. Any superstar that comes up on the market, the Bulls got to go get them. Is there a way that the Chicago Bulls can even get Damian Lillard here and still have a team that's that's competitive, right? You're you're gonna be competitive with Dame, but still has some of the pieces here that make you competitive. All right, here's what I'm gonna say to that. There is, a, there is a way, and there's a couple of ways that the Bulls can actually incentivize Portland to do that. The one, the, 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 the way to keep the team most intact and do that would only have to come by them getting the career-ending injury exception for Lonzo Ball because that right there gets you halfway there on top of it, right? Dame's contract next season start, is $45 million. So $21 million Lonzo Ball gets you part of the way there. You then probably also have to include DeMar DeRozan. I, I, you know, I know some people are going to have some issues with that, but he's the only one that we have on the books next season because Vooch isn't on the books yet. So you're not going to do uh, trade him, be able to trade him. But then the key thing in is this something that we talked about before is that we've, we've talked about how the protection on the Portland pick that we own has basically stopped the Portland Portland from being able to even trade their own draft picks yeah. to go after another superstar. Yep. So we can, we can a, if we uh, do the career ending injury exception with Lonzo, if they're willing to take DeMar DeRozan back on top of that, and then we can remove the protections that we have from their pick, basically give them that, that pick outright back, which would then give them more flexibility to make other moves if they want to, then we probably also have to send in another uh, another of our own first-round pick, if not multiple. But that is the clearest way to get it done. Outside of that, it will be extremely hard to get that deal done because then you're looking at Zach and DeMar, or even a, a just a Zach. But then at that point, if you're trading Zach, it's DeMar and Dame enough, right, with, with Patrick Williams. And at that point, you probably keep Io, you keep Kobe because you can re-sign them. It gets really, really hard. So if the Bulls aren't willing to use that career-ending injury exception, I just don't see it happening, bro. I think, to me, when I looked at this, Zach Levine can't be off the table. I know that's, that's tough fair. to say. Younger player, right? A guy that could go out there and can absolutely get a bucket. But here's what I'm looking at. They've already got a guy that they feel like is going to be able to replace Zach Levine. Or, I'm sorry, DeMar DeRozan. Damian Lillard. <laughs> I went through everybody on the team. Gonna say, you're going to get there eventually. We're going to make our way there. A guy in Jamie Grant. No, uh, they've got a guy in Damian Lillard that they feel can replace him in Anthony Simons, or at least feel like, okay, that's going to step up, get our rebuild started in the right direction. I think that Zach Levine could possibly be on the table in this situation with the similar package, like you said, instead of DeMar DeRozan one, because it opens up the Bulls flexibility to get people to come to Chicago that maybe aren't DeMar DeRozan because he'll have one more year on his deal outside of DeMar to play with Damian Lillard. People are more willing to come to Chicago to play with Damian Lillard, right? Um, And there's one thing to me that puts this over the top. You would finally, for the first time since LaMarcus Aldridge, pair Damian Lillard up with a legitimate big man if you re-sign Vooch in this situation. 
And I think that that makes it more enticing. And I think that's a team that can get it done because the one thing that the NBA legit was built on until Michael Jeffrey Jordan showed up was the point guard center combination. And it still flourishes to this day. It's just the point guards look really, really different because they six, eight wings now. <laughs> and, and the centers look really different as well because they're, they're, they're six, nine wings in some cases as well. So. Yeah, but, but I feel like, right, like the Bulls have a situation here that even moving on from Zach could be on the table. And I can't say that, right, I would be oh, my God, you can't make that move. Oh, my God, we can't reset ourselves in that way because Damian Lillard's an older player. First off, these mugs play a long time. Mm. And Dame's missed quite a bit of time. So it's a risk to take, I know. But it's a risk for a player. I mean, is anybody here? Dame Lillard's better than everybody on our team, right? We all agree with that. The biggest question I have in that is that at that point, you will be built around three players over 30 in the scenario that you gave because you're building around Dame, DeMar, and and Vooch, which, okay, cool. If that's what you want to rock with, that's cool. I'm not not saying that. But then uh, my my issue with that is then are we going – the younger players that we can keep in that scenario, Mm -hmm. do we trust Billy Donovan to develop? Because, listen, while that scenario is cool, that scenario got you three years tops. I look at it. If you don't get it done in that three-year window, what you got left? I, but here's the thing, right? It, it depends on what you're I, – I agree with you. I, it depends on what you're sending back to Portland. If you're sending back Portland's pick and maybe one of the Bulls' future first-round picks, right, can mm-hmm. you go out and find guys that want to play with Dame that maybe are a little bit younger than Dame and can get you into that next level, can get some more longevity off of Dame because you're taking the pressure off his back. Again, DeMar DeRozan is a one-year thing in this situation to me, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe you bring back DeMar, but maybe you don't because you want to go out and you want to be able to play the field and go out and say, hey, uh, the, the name that I'm looking at, and I'm not going to lie to you most, uh, Jalen, they've been trying to trade Jalen Brown in any trade that pops up. <laughs> Like, yeah. hey, we were thinking about trading for the water boy out in uh, Portland. Can we include Jalen Brown in that? Like, why are y'all including Jalen Brown in this trade? Jalen Brown don't even know if Boston want him. So I'd be looking at a guy like that who might be about to hit the open market, right? So there's some names to me that I think are coming out that you give yourself a year of flexibility that last year, DeMar, and then you go into the next season if it works, right? If you if it works, you get to the ECF. Hey, bring him back. <laughs> if well, it don't work and you don't. All right, let's try and reset this with younger talent. I feel where you come from. I mean, I like the way that that timeline you laid out overlaps because, it, like, Jalen Brown is unrestricted in 2024, so mm-hmm. it really overlaps there. I mean, you're taking a shot, and here's what I'll say: while I'm not, I'm not as high on that on that that deal as you are, yeah. you are taking a shot, and that's yeah. something more. That's more than what we can we can say that this front office has done since they brought in Demar and Lonzo Ball. So. um, I mean, hey, you you aim for the you aim for the the stars. You're still in the in the in the sky in the clouds. Is that what it says? Is that how the saying goes? <laughs> I be messing up sayings all the time. <laughs> what huh? was that? Relax, President Bush. Was that a was that a Bush me, thing? You, you fooled me. You fooled me twice. You can't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You shoot for the moon. You'll there you go. You're still in the stars. stars. Oh, oh there you go. Something like that. 
One of them. You shoot for the star, you land on the moon. One of Y'all knew what I was talking about. That's all that matters. Y'all knew what I was talking about. But what I'm about to talk about to you guys is Nissan's most electric player of the week, which is brought to you by the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. And the player that I'm picking for our most electric player of the week is Pat Bev. I got to give it to him. Like, He's what he did against what he player of the week every day. And what, exactly listen, what he did against Miami, and he went he went into Kobe mode alone. It is what it is. Yeah, that's that's like hey, hey, it's so cool. Pat Bev got to get it. Fierce, elegant, stunningly powerful, elegantly powerful. And so when you look at the 2023 Nissan Aria, packs pin to your seat power and premium intelligence all in one EV. The, the all new, all electric 2023 Aria, the EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. All right, now getting out of the sky ourselves and talking about the, the possibility of Dame Lillard being, being here, which is not going to happen. It was a fun topic to talk about. I love flexing my cat knowledge and things like that, but listen, we all know that ain't going to happen, bro. I mean, hey, if it happens, it happens. But with that said, man, what's some of the most impressive things we've seen from the Bulls since the All-Star break? I'll let you take this one away first, brother. I'm not going to lie to you. It's it's something that people probably aren't going to notice as much, right? Because you got to be you got to be digging into the numbers to really pay attention to this. Um, and the Chicago Bulls haven't been this exciting show, right? But until yesterday, or I'm sorry, uh, until that last Philly game, the Chicago Bulls had a plus five differential offense to defensive rating this coming from a team that had been a point one <laughs> the entire season and was negative all last season <laughs> so i to me right as crazy as this is to say and i know right this is optimistic bulls fan pie in the sky bulls fan we just talked about dame lillard coming here but i see positivity in the defensive intensity that the chicago bulls have mm. brought I see positivity in how the Bulls have come out at moments, right? Not not consistent enough to say, hey, I feel great about this team going out there and making plays. But at moments, how they've even set themselves up in an offense and been able to work through that offense and how they've been able to, hey, let's go out here and let's actually win the games that we're supposed to win. If, and and uh, I saw Dame Lillard as questionable as we talked about him. He Now, he, he, he's been upgraded to uh he's not been upgraded to probable or doubtful last i saw still questionable but they said that he's probably leaning towards playing uh if that's the case this is still a game you should get <laughs> you know what i mean like the, they're winning the games that they're supposed to get and i come into tonight and say and if dame's not there you're absolutely supposed to get this win and i think that that's something that i've since the all-star break that we didn't say before the all-star break so I, i'm i'm actually I'm actually excited about that. I, I, I'll, I'll kind of piggyback off that in a way. I think it, the team, seeing the team actually fight back with for, from adversity here recently, like I said. But besides that, that Philly game, take that Philly game, ball it up, throw it away. They 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 they, they, they didn't face no adversity here. No. Uh, but every other game, even in, the, in like the the game against the Kings, even in some of the losses, like they fought back pretty well from adversity and, and and dug in defensively, as you said. That's been a hugely surprising thing for me to see that consistently. But I also want to talk about Kobe White, and that's overall over the season has been Kobe White. Kobe White has just turned into just a darn good basketball player. His shooting has been in the toilet most of the season. He's had some flashes, but when you look at everything that you everything else that you need to do on the basketball court, I can honestly say for the first time, probably in Kobe's career, he's doing everything else 
but shooting the ball consistently. I mean, he didn't shoot the box that consistent before either. But well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but before I, then, it was but, if he wasn't shooting, he didn't give you nothing. No, no. So I, I'll ask you this. Because I like the Kobe White point, and I, I do see the same things that you see mm-hmm. with Kobe White defensively. Definitely improved. His on-ball defense has absolutely improved, 110%. Mm-hmm. Um, has he improved enough? to the point where we have to see where it goes. Because Kobe White is still, what, 23? Yeah, I think he just turned 23 on top of that. Has he improved enough to the point where we have to keep him to see where this goes? And the reason I say that is because he's improved basically just to finally being a good uh, a good role player. Mm-hmm. He hasn't improved to number seven pick in the draft. And we gave up on that a long time ago. Yeah. But, like, has he improved enough to where you, like, we got to see where this goes. We have to see if we can get him back on a low money deal. Or is he just another like, all right, it ain't worked here. Let's move on. I think to me, um, I don't think, I, I to me, this offseason, I don't think you can go in saying you have to bring anybody back. You have to improve the roster first. Mm-hmm. Um, just being fair. Now, it, in my pie in the sky and where you can keep everybody you want to keep, absolutely. Because I, I personally, I'm tired of seeing Bulls players go away, find their confidence and look good. I'm tired of that. And with Kobe and what he was able to develop after having his first full offseason, I would love to see that cultivated here in the Chicago Bulls uniform. I just, the realistic side of it, I just don't know if it happens, but I would absolutely love to see him stay here. It's it's weird to me because it's like, I love what I'm seeing from Kobe, but I also have to take into account the fact that this is his first offseason. That means something, right? Like, mm-hmm. we, we're dealing with players that, I mean, Lonzo Ball had one healthy season in New Orleans, and now we see that his knees haven't held up, right? And Kobe White was kind of the same starting off his career, couldn't stay on the court. Very much, pretty much every number seven pick we got, which is, ain't seven supposed to be a lucky number? It is not. Not for uh, us. <laughs> it is not. I don't even like seeing seven minutes on the clock because that's usually when we stop scoring the basketball. You know what I'm saying? You know but, what? We haven't been lucky with the number seven since Ben Gordon left. Well, he ruined it. Every everyone else is a lot higher on Ben Gordon than I was. Oh, well, that's true. We yeah, I know ben, you're not ben very Gordon, high on Ben man. Gordon. Gave us some great games, but I can't praise Ben Gordon in one side and then kill Kobe White on the other for most of what I've seen. A lot of his but, career. I mean, Ben Gordon was a lot more consistent than Kobe high. though. Ben would get hot. Ben, yeah. yeah, he was. I will give you that. Ben would have two on, two off, two on, three off, three on, two off. You know what I mean? Ben was working a swing shift for the Chicago Bulls. He was, <laughs> yeah, man. You remember the odd game where, like, Ben Gordon would be like, he'll be like 0 for 5 from the field, and you just be like, ah, oh, yep, it's about to be one of those games. Hey, bro, and <laughs> you knew we were losing because he wasn't going to stop shooting. He was never going to stop shooting. He would go 0 for 5, and we would just sit there and be like, this one's done. And my uncle would sit there and be like, it ain't done. I'm, I'm a kid. I'm probably, I always forget the age difference. I might have been, Ben Gordon came to the Bulls. I was probably 11, 12, something like that. That makes right? sense because I was like 18, 19. So that yeah, makes sense. I'm like yeah. 11, 12, right? So I'm sitting there and even as a kid, my uncles would sit there be pie in the sky. It ain't done. He can get hot at any time. And I'd be sitting there. I'd be like, it's over. This man, 0 for 5. He finna start shooting from deeper and deeper. <laughs> but no, I, uh, Kobe's an interesting one, man. Kobe's a really interesting one. Um, and I, 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 it depends on what's available in the offseason to me. That's fair. Because the Bulls need shooting. You don't want to start getting rid of shoot guys that can shoot. 
But can also, he? No, that's the question. We, he, like, theoretically, he can shoot, right? Theoretically. It's not, and I don't, I'm making this comparison only because of what I'm about to say, not because of the players. Kobe's way better. But yeah. it's just like Denzel Valentine was supposed to be a 3 and D player and didn't give you any defense and couldn't hit a three-pointer. I'm, I'm going to sit here and ask you this. Is he better? <laughs> yes, Kobe White's better. Defensively now, Kobe White's better. Is he? Yes. Denzel Valentine had a hot streak. He had Memphis, a hot streak, but we're talking Memphis. about Kobe have being consistent the whole season defensively. Denzel would have those two games where it'd be like, dang, oh, he can actually nah, defend. Remember, and then the next thing you know. killed Denzel. Huh? Stacy destroyed Denzel. I, I mean. I hold, I hold this 110%. Denzel was having a solid, what, month and a half of basketball, two months of basketball, and then legit. He had a solid. I don't remember the solid two months. Uh, maybe a month and a half. No, okay. but remember, <laughs> he puts up the shot. And Stacey goes, oh, no. And he was terrible from that day on. He he instantly went to the G League, bro. Like, <laughs> Listen, he he was he was cursed the day he came in with more gums than teeth. It was all downhill from there, bro. But keep it moving, man. Hey, shout out Stefan the Don in the live chat. He said he was done when he dropped that album. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that album was terrible. I'll tell you this right now. That man was trying to sound like Detroit Lil Bibby. He sound terrible. Uh, if you want to listen to it, don't. So, uh, hey, we do got to tell you guys about uh, another one of our sponsors today before we get into this final topic of the day, talking about where DeMar DeRozan, uh, how much DeMar DeRozan can miss, basically. And the Bulls still be somewhat okay because he is going to miss tonight's game versus Portland. Um, but first, we got to tell you guys about Ibota. Uh, hey, listen, if you're doing groceries, school shopping, getting a little something for yourself, you already know that you're doing this basically and just giving the money away. You gotta get some cash back for that. And I'll tell you right now, you can do that with Ibota, watching your closet grow after every purchase all season with the latest trends, right? You're gonna watch, you're gonna buy a Bulls jersey anyway. Look, I, me and Hayes bought these Bulls hoodies. Should have been using Ibota on these months, bro. We could have got a little bit of cash back. We was tweaking out here. And here's the thing. You can earn cash back on every shopping trip. Ibota gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. I'm glad I said pantry on that. I was going to read that a different way. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. I'm telling you guys, it is that Easy. And here's the thing. A typical basket of groceries was over $50 more expensive by the end of 2022. And that's if you don't shop at Target. Because y'all know you're going to Target for some Bruh. great milk and toothpaste. You're paying at least $150. <laughs> it's ridiculous in Target. It's to avoid Walmart people. But, <laughs> but hey, you could earn two and a half times that in cash back from Ibota or even more depending on how much you use Ibota. Ibota gives you real cash back, not points. I'm talking about cash money. With Ibota, you get real cash back on your bank account, PayPal, or gift card. You can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers. Uh, when you start with Ibota, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. No cap. One time I did use Ibota when Hayes Sephora. You went to Sephora? No, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen. My face. <laughs> I got I, I threw the sprinkle on my face, my boy, to hold in the uh the the <laughs> you can't even finish the joke. <laughs> I threw the setting spray on my face after I had to, no, because it's a pause if I say it. I know how makeup terms work, but it's definitely a pause. 
Oh man, that is hilarious. <laughs> right now, Ibotta's offering our listeners five dollars just to try Ibotta using the code locked on. When you register, just go to the app store, Google Play Store, download the free Ibotta app and use the code locked. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play and or App Store and use the code locked. They have y'all ain't dropping that popcorn emoji yet, bro. Y'all tweaking, man. This is entertaining. <laughs> this is a, the ad reads are entertaining on this show, bro. Like, come on, dog. Oh, bro, if y'all knew what I've been through today, you understand how important this, these laughs are to me, man. Um, Hey, real talk, <laughs> real talk, real talk. Shout out to our brother for being here, man. Real talk. <laughs> I ain't putting your business out there, but shout out to you for being here, real oh, talk. Oh, man, always, bro, always. Hayes, um, Hayes, Hayes is fighting through it. Y'all y'all keep him in your prayers, brothers. I appreciate that. Uh, DeMar DeRozan is out this game against the Portland Trailblazers. Whew. Portland Trailblazers. I don't know why I can't say that word. Pray for a speech first. And then pray. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. Pray for my ability to talk. Um, but with that said, you look at this game and how many pieces the uh, Blazers are missing in this game. And then you look at our upcoming schedule. We, we got Lakers twice missing LeBron. We got yep. the Clippers in there as well missing Paul George. Yep. How many games realistically do you think that we can allow uh, DeMar to sit and still compete against the teams that are upcoming on their schedule? I actually think that LeBron will miss probably both of our games. I think the Lakers are going to try to hold him out. He has resumed basketball activity. Um, but shut up, Brandon. I, I I had to comment on that comment. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Smuffin. Shout out to Brandon Elgin. <laughs> That's funny. That is good. Um, no, but LeBron has resumed basketball activity in practice. He's practicing on the court. He's doing a lot of things, but I think the Lakers are probably going to hold him out probably to like the last five or six games mm -hmm. just so that you make sure that you have him going into. I'm not going to lie to y'all, bro. The Lakers might Look be better without him. Bro, I bro. Said it. I said it well, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's, <laughs> that's a pod for a different. You dig? Because I've said this for a long time. LeBron really don't make his teammates better. But anyway, um... Boom. Hey, but anyway, uh, the Lakers are going to finish probably as the top five seed in the Western Conference. You think a top five seed? I'm going to tell you this right now. Hayes, they're, they're playing some dominant basketball right yeah, now. Yeah, they're playing really good. They are two games behind the Phoenix Suns. Hayes, the Suns have 38 wins. That's wild. The West the, is a crazy place, bro. The Warriors have 35. <laughs> That's I'm sorry, the, uh, the uh, uh, well, I think the Warriors also have 35. But the, the Lakers Warriors have 38. Have 38? So then yeah. I think the Lakers have 35. They have 36 now after that, last night. That's crazy. Yeah. Like hey, any, Anything's possible in the West. So to, back to the Bulls, it's going to be a tough, it, it's not going to be right like Pat Bev sitting there mouthing off and all that. It's going to be a tough game. Yeah. It's going to be a tough game. So to me, um, I think that you can afford – to sit him in the first Lakers game. The Clippers is in between that, right? Yep. Um, you probably can't afford to sit him in the Clippers. If you're trying, it, it depends on, right? Like, what, what are you shooting for? I'm assuming we're shooting for winning every game the rest of the season. If you're shooting for winning every game the rest of the season, you probably can't sit him the second game versus the, the Clippers because the Clippers are going to, even with Ka Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, so when you, when you look at it, so we got Portland and Knight, he's sitting. The Lakers game, maybe you sit him every other game. Because no, tonight you're saying Demar is sitting. Tomorrow, yeah, Demar, yeah, Demar, yeah, Demar sitting tonight against Portland. Uh, play him against Lakers. I guess you're saying 
then Clippers maybe play them and then sit them in the second game against. Then we got the Lakers again and Charlotte, but we're going to need our last five games are Memphis, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Dallas, and Detroit. You could probably sit them against that Detroit game, but you need them against those first four. So we, are we saying that DeMar maybe plays in six out of the last 10? I'll, I'll ask you this. Answer your question with a counter question, which is one of the worst things to do in audio type thing. Are we resigned to the fact that we're probably going to finish ninth or 10th? If you're resigned to that fact, yes. Okay. If you're not resigned to the fact, if you're still trying, because I'm going to be honest with you, eight Mm -hmm. is huge. And that's still possible. You just got to get one game. One win. One game to get out the play. One win. If the Bulls can get the eight, and here's the thing, it's something for your confidence, right? You literally were out of the playoffs. What were we, 12th? Going into the all-star break, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You went for 12th. Yeah. To get into the playoffs. That does something for your young players. That does something. Right. Like I know we all say that don't do nothing. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> right. Like everybody that ain't never played sports and is like, hey, I fought the hardest I could, and we made the playoffs not as the worst team in the playoffs. <laughs> no, that does something for your confidence. That does something for your mindset as a young player. So I mean, I- that does impact the Bulls. So if you're resigned to, hey, we're going to be ninth or 10th, sit them. If you're not resigned to that, if you're going for eight, don't. I mean, I guess it also depends on what this, because everybody right now is on a losing streak. Everybody in the play-in, the, the Nets are on a five-game losing streak. The Hawks are uh, have lost once. Raptors have lost two. We've lost one. And we have the easiest schedule out of all those teams. So with us only being one and a half games behind the eighth spot, the way yep. that I look at it is this. If the, if the Bulls win tonight, if the Bulls can win that next game against the Lakers, you could realistically be looking at us being eighth by that point in time, depending on what else happens, at least at least maybe ninth at that point in time. So I like what you said there. I do think you play the averages. You do try to – because you want to try to get to the eighth only because then you only have to win one game. Yep. One game. And then you also have the ability, if you do lose that first game, then you got to lo- you got to win the next one. So – it's it's really important for the Bulls to be able to get to that eight spot if they think they they can. So great point there, Pat. I actually agree with you. And I think the one thing you got to look at too is uh, getting out of the play in is not out of possibility either, depending on how much you win. It's not it's out of the, statistically it's not out of possibility, it's but it's hard. I'm not I'm yeah. not saying that it's not, but it, it it's not out of the realm of possibility when you look at the Knicks have lost three in a row. Um, the Miami has moved up and won two in a row, right? Like you said, the Nets have lost five in a row and are continuing to drop. There's nothing that's off the table. And I think here's the thing. The decision has to be made. Now, also, main thing, if DeMar's actually hurt, sit DeMar. If he's hurt and injured are different. Very different things, yeah. If DeMar is injured, sit him. If DeMar's hurt and he's playing through being hurt and stuff like that, see if you can put him out there. But if he's injured, you sit him. You don't play injured players. I, I don't. I don't advocate for that at any point. Um, but I think that, like you said, you just like you have to play the law of averages because there's a situation here where, with everybody struggling like that, the Raptors are struggling, the Hawks are struggling, the Nets are struggling. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw the Bulls, if we saw Miami five, Bulls six, the mm. Knicks are struggling. We'll see. You got to win. We got eleven games left. You got to win eleven. You got to win eleven. We got ten games left. We're ten now. We got well after tonight, right? No, ten. This we ten tonight. We only got ten games left. Yeah. Okay, ten wins and oh, we had the two with Philly. Philly kind of went together. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, so we got 10 games left. You got to, so no, you got to win 10. Yeah. You got to win 10. Like, that's the only way it happens. <laughs> if the Bulls, if the Bulls can win 10 games, man, if they, if they, if they clean the slate here, I mean, you, yeah, you realistically could be t- talking about a team that, <laughs> I, it's going to be tough, man. I, and I don't like putting those expectations. I've always said, like, I I, I want to see the Bulls get to, get to 500. So that would mean that they got to go six and four over these next 10. If they can go above that and beyond that, hey, the sky's the limit for the Bulls, man. We'll see. And, well, the sky ain't the limit, right? The sky is the Knicks. <laughs> it's literally whatever the team's above you do. That's yeah, the position that's you put your that's if fair. the sky was the limit, we'd be good. The the sky right now is whatever the teams above you can do. There and so, <laughs> Steve-O said, our dumbest going to win nine. <laughs> hey, listen, if we win nine games to finish the season. I, I'm not mad at that. I'm, I'm good. good. Yeah. I'm good. Seven and seven and three, I'm not mad at it at all either. Like, I'm, What would that put us at? That would put us at uh, put us above 500? 40, 42 and 40? No, that would be 43 and 39, right? Is it? Yes. That's bro. If we, we there's no way we finish thirty nine. If we finish forty three and thirty nine, we gotta have some tough conversations. I'm still trading people for Damian Lillard. Oh yeah, we still trade. You know what I mean? Sending people off. Hey, we, hey, we appreciate you guys for showing love, man. Follow us on everything at Lockdown Boys. You can follow me on everything at Path the Designer. I see y'all tonight for the live call, man. If y'all not tuned in with what I do over on the breeze, come watch the live call with us, man. There you go. You can follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO H-A-I-Z-E. And thank you for making Locked on Bulls your first listen today. Now for your second list, go and check out Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA uh, with local analysis that only Locked on can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked on NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked on Bulls, and we out this mug. Peace, y'all. Peace. I just won't dang. <laughs> just won't dang.